but uh, we'll we'll get into the last subject of today's long, long episode. We're definitely going over the two-hour mark, and my my voice and my throat is getting tired. But, but we're here. We're here. We're at the last leg. We're going to finish strong, even though this one's arguably the, the longest of my segments that I have. But we're going to do it because, now look, I tried to look away. I, I tried, you know. I, but it just got worse. And I'm, I'm talking about the Biden crime family scandal somehow managing to get worse. I don't know how they did it. I really don't. Like, I took a break. I took a break from this story specifically, and I said, you know what? I, I think I've covered it enough for the time being, you know? We'll, we'll move on to some other things and come back to it when it becomes... No, 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 no. Boom, Devin Archer. Boom, Victor Shokin. Boom, 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 Biden, Biden, Biden. And I said, you know, oh, brother. Uh, now I have to cover this guy again. But I, I, I'm not really complaining, all right? It might sound like I'm complaining, but I'm, I'm really not complaining because, you know... All, the, all this news, all this juicy stuff to talk about makes it really easy to cram for the podcast when I have to put it together, putting my notes together. But we'll get into this uh, because Biden, after years of saying he's never spoken to Hunter about his business dealings, uh, has been, for lack of a better word, exposed by Devin Archer, who is a former business partner of Hunter Biden. Uh, he was exposed by Devin when Devin appeared before Congress to give a witness testimony against the Bidens. And in that testimony, he threw Biden, he threw his son, his wife, and his kids all under the bus onto the train tracks with the train coming in. Uh, it was it was mess. It was a mess. It was just a splatter. It was it was disgusting. It was just absolutely disgusting. Okay, I'm exaggerating about the wife and kids and, and the train tracks, but uh, you know, but but not about him throwing Hunter and Joe Biden under the bus, you know, metaphorically, not physically, you know. He, yeah, he did that. That's exactly what he did. Uh, uh, <laughs> Devin testifies that Biden was on the phone with Hunter's business partners on more than twenty separate occasions to quote sell the brand, end quote. The brand being the Biden family name. Which, mind you, as we just said, overtly contradicts Biden's claim that he never had any involvement with or knowledge of Hunter's business dealings. And that he never even spoke with any of Hunter's business partners. Now, that second claim was contradicted a while back. Uh, back during the first Trump impeachment or over the the, call, the phone call with Zelensky, when Trump essentially asked Zelensky to look into this corruption here. Yeah, the, the second claim, which is that he never even spoke with or met any of Hunter's business partners, and I'm talking about Joe Biden here, uh, that claim was contradicted by a photo that came out back during the, the first Trump impeachment of Biden at a golf course with Hunter and one of Hunter's business partners. So that claim was contradicted years ago. But with this Devin Archer testi uh, witness testimony, it gets worse. I, I don't know how they managed to do it. I, I really don't. I, I think that these guys just got sloppy. Because I'm pretty sure a lot of other people in our government are just as crooked, if not more so. They were just better at covering up their tracks than sloppy Joe. <laughs> 
<clears throat> but Devin Archer also testified that Joe Biden met with Yelena Bartrena, who was the wife of the then former mayor of Moscow. When she came to Georgetown, he, Joe Biden met with her when she came to Georgetown. And after she left, she just it just so happened that Biden had won her over with his brilliant business planning. And she decided that, you know what, I'm going to invest $40 million into Hunter Biden's, well, actually into Joe Biden's real estate investments and later uh, $3 million to Biden himself was worth it. You know what? Hey, uh, you, uh, you deserve this. You know, we're going to invest $40 million into this, this, these real estate investments. And then later on, they she wired three and a half million to Hunter Biden. Uh, Joe Hunter uh, doesn't matter at this point. <laughs> but she wired three and a half million to them later on for consulting fees. Isn't it, isn't it great how these people just get millions of dollars for these consulting fees when they don't consult anything? Isn't that crazy? It's almost as if it's corruption. <laughs> that and the book deals. It's always the book deals. Uh, but and she. Conveniently, uh, Yelena Bartarena, wife of the mayor of Moscow, who gave them $43.5 million, uh, gave the Bidens $43.5 million, she remains unsanctioned, even after the U.S. and the EU placed sanctions on every other Russian oligarch, except for the one paying millions to the Bidens, of course, nothing to see here. Except that Devin Archer also testified that Mikola Zlochevsky and Vadim Pozharsky, the owner and an executive of the Ukrainian energy company called Burisma, perhaps you've heard of it, they pressured Hunter, and this is again according to Devin's Archer's, uh, Devin's Archer's, uh, according to Devin Archer's testimony in Congress. Uh, Zlochevsky and Pozharsky pressured Hunter to get his dad, Joe, to take the heat off of them, as they, Burisma, were being investigated by Viktor Shokin. Now, Viktor Shokin was the guy who Joe Biden got fired in that infamous video of him where he bragged about withholding a billion dollars until they fired the prosecutor, they being the Ukrainian government and the prosecutor being Viktor Shokin. Victor, in an interview with One American News, corroborated this, saying, quote, yes, that's what he told me, he being the Ukrainian president Poroshenko at the time. He came to me and said, you are a patriot of Ukraine. We need this billion dollars. We're at war. And if you are a patriot, you will close this case, end quote. Now he continues, saying, quote, my conversation with Poroshenko on this was in a phone call. It was after we started seizing Burisma assets in Ukraine, when Poroshenko called me and said, listen, this all has to stop already. Joe Biden's temper is overflowing. This seizing of Burisma assets was the last straw, end quote. So I'll just take a moment there. That's a smoking gun. That's a smoking gun. Now, we could sit here and say that we don't know if Devin Archer is telling the truth. But uh, I, 
what what do you want me what do you want me to think when this guy this guy being Biden is on video saying he got a prosecutor fired for investing in, for investigating this one energy company his son was on the board of the energy company the guy who he got fired the prosecutor says yeah the president of the country told me it was Biden because and Biden bragged about doing exactly what Victor Shokin, the fired prosecutor, said happened. It's because of Biden that I got fired. And now Devin Archer is testifying and saying exactly that. I don't know what else I'm supposed to extrapolate from this. I don't know what else I'm supposed to what else I'm supposed to think. Maybe I maybe I just don't give Biden enough benefit of the doubt. No, you know. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe Devin's wrong. Maybe we're all wrong and the Bidens are just squeaky clean. But I don't think so. (laughs) But I'll continue. Uh, Shokin said that Poroshenko then asked him to resign. And when Shokin asked, quote, why do I have to go? I haven't done anything wrong. I'm doing my job. This is standard procedure. We have reason to freeze Burisma assets, end quote. Poroshenko's response to that, according to Shokin, was, quote, Biden is angry about you freezing Burisma assets. I'll figure something out, end quote. And, and then when he was asked by the interviewer if anything else might have played a role in him getting fired, Shokin responded to that by saying, quote, uh, everyone knew what was going on. Poroshenko told me directly that I had to step down as prosecutor general because of Joe Biden, end quote. So he's saying it was Biden. Devin Archer's saying it was Biden. Poroshenko's saying it's Biden. Trump is saying it's Biden. (laughs) Biden is saying it's Biden. (laughs) You can't defend yourself. There is, he literally can't defend himself because he tattled on himself back however many years ago it was when that that video first came out when he was when he was sitting there at the, that council of foreign relations and he literally snitched on himself by saying exactly what they are now saying that he did and bragging about doing what they are now accusing him of in these witness testimonies and in these interviews he has no legal defense all any prosecution of biden would have to do is play that one video on loop and it's you just can't win you just can't, he can't win. I say you, as if you're Biden. That nigga can't win. And it's a wrap for him. Now, will anything happen to him? No. Because our government is corrupt to the core, unfortunately. Nothing will happen to him. Perhaps he'll get smacked with a 25th Amendment. And they'll just let him go. <clears throat> Perhaps he'll pardon himself. I don't know. Perhaps Kamala will come, will pardon him for being a... Uh, a feeble old man who doesn't deserve jail time. We'll, we'll, we'll see how it all ends. I just am not entirely certain it's going to end with that man in handcuffs or his crackhead son or any of the other people who helped facilitate this. Cough, cough, the Obama administration because he was the vice president at the time. There's no way by Obama didn't know about this. And there's no way he didn't give his consent. He could have stopped this at any time. He didn't. Perhaps because he was in on it. 
He was in. There, the entire administration was in. Ugh. And I, it, man, look. I am not entirely certain if anything's actually going to happen to this guy. Even though, these are some damning testimonies, and these are some damning statements made by people who are direct sources. They are primary sources. Devin Archer, Victor Shokin, these are primary sources directly involved in the story that Biden himself admitted to being a part of in the way that they both describe him as being a part of. Like, again, yeah, I don't see how in, in a fair court, let's, let's just pretend that we're in that world. In a fair court, Biden, that, that man would be going to jail. That man would be going to jail. He almost wouldn't even be given the 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 dignity of a trial because you snitched on yourself. You snitched on yourself in that video. There is no defending yourself after that. Unfortunately, we don't live in that world. He's going to get let off scot-free. And ugh, he'll probably get to keep the money too, of course. I'm not, I'm not jealous. Okay, I'm not jealous. It's not like, it's not like I don't, it's not like I wanted the $40 million for myself. I mean, why should he get it? Man? <laughs> but yeah, it's damning. It's damning what came out against this man. And uh, yeah, he snitched on himself. What, what what else is there to say? He snitched on himself. Now Devin Archer is snitching on him. Victor Shokin is snitching on him. I'm pretty sure if Poroshenko was here, he would be snitching on him as well. Everyone's snitching on this guy. And eventually... I think that the Democrats are going to dump him with the 25th Amendment, just like Trump said they would. You know, Trump has a, a habit of predicting the future, almost like he knows the script. But uh, I guess these people aren't exactly too unpredictable now, are they? But Devin Archer also then appeared on the Tucker Carlson show, uh, Tucker Carlson's Twitter show, because he, he has his new show on Twitter. Uh, oh, my mistake. How could, how could I be so... So brass, Tucker Carlson's show on X, <laughs> because they got rebranded. Tucker Carlson's show on X, <laughs> where he had Devin Archer, and it was revealed that Biden wrote a letter, manually, manually wrote a letter to Devin Archer, apologizing to him, the vice president apologizing to Devin, for not being able to speak with him at the luncheon. And Biden complained that he wasn't able to get away from his meeting with the then Chinese President Hu Jintao. And you got to appreciate the, the naming of the Chinese leaders uh, or their selection process. Because you, you can never just say the first name of the Chinese leader. You always have to say the full name. Cause it, it doesn't sound right when you just say who. It doesn't, it doesn't sound right when you just say Xi. You, you got you to say the whole thing. Hu Jintao. Xi Jinping. You know, uh, that's a side note, but. He, this guy, this guy, Biden, is complaining in a letter to Devin that he was not able to get away from a meeting with the, the president of China so that he could be with Devin. And he said, quote, I hope I get a chance to see you again soon with Hunter. I hope you enjoyed the lunch. Thanks for coming, end quote. Biden then finished the letter with a handwritten note saying, P.S., happy you guys are together, end quote. 
Now, while that letter specifically cannot be used against him to make the case that he has indeed met with Hunter's business associates, a different piece of evidence will be needed for that because he clearly was not present at the luncheon with Devin. But it does completely refute the claim, again, through Biden's own words and his own writing. Uh, again, there, go, there he goes snitching on himself again. <laughs> his own worst enemy is himself. Because he said, happy you guys are together. Happy you guys are together. I hope I get a chance to see you again soon with Hunter. So he knows that Hunter and Devin are in in league with one another and he's happy that they're in league with one another so not only did he know about hunter's business dealing but he has talked to one of hunter's business partners he wrote a, he wrote a letter to devin oh my goodness this guy this guy <laughs> what <laughs> this is comedic at this point it's comedic. It really is. Because at every turn, it's not even the, the testimonials that gets him. It's Biden snitching on himself that gets him at every turn. Oh, my goodness. And it after this buffoonery, after this straight-up dogging that he received in Congress by Devin Archer in this testimonial, it was very clear Biden was not going to be able to dig his way out of the hole by himself. So, of course, like clockwork, the propaganda press immediately got to burning the midnight oil to find some way to cover for Biden, which eventually resulted in giving us this gem of a headline. <laughs> and I'm getting this one from CNN. Former business partner says Hunter Biden sold illusion of access to Joe Biden, source says. <laughs> the, the illusion of access. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I gotta give him credit for that one. That that is that's comedic gold. That's comedic gold. Former business partner Hunter sold the illusion of access. It we <laughs> having him on the phone call with you. That that's just the illusion of access. Having him manually write letters to you, uh, hoping to hoping to meet with you. That's the illusion of access. Uh, him getting prosecutors fired so that his son. Uh, can continue to stay on the board of Burisma, uh, something that happened at the request of those Burisma execs, mind you. And they asked Hunter to do it for them, to get Joe Biden to do that for them. Yeah, that, that's just selling the illusion of access. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> let, me, let me close this out, guys. The laughing is hurting my throat more. <laughs> but, um... <laughs> he, this, and the headline, the headline was repeated 
in um, slightly altered forms in nearly every major news outlet in the U.S. It's it's hilarious. I it's it really is. But now I guess we know why the DOJ wanted to lock him up. Him being Devin Archer, I, we know we now know why they wanted to lock him up on the separate charges he was facing right before his testimony to Congress. Uh, and for those who don't know, and that would be me as well, prior to me recording this episode, uh, Devin Archer was sentenced to a year and a day for, get this, the fraudulent issuance and sale of more than $60 million of tribal bonds. A year and a day. Hey, but let you commit a felony. That's 10 years. <laughs> $60 million a year and a day. $60 million of... Fraudulent issuance and sale. $60 million of travel bonds a year and a day. But let you, but let your broke ass commit a single crime that's six months to a year. Three years. Five years. Oh, you commit a felony? Ooh, seven to ten years. But this guy, $60 million worth of fraud? Oh, that's a year and a day. You know... And this and this uh this came from the the DOJ website where I'm getting this information from, but this uh, this, uh, this is the sentence that federal prosecutors in Manhattan tried to get him to start serving. Uh, they they tried to get the court to make him begin serving that uh, sentence, literally days before he was set to testify before Congress. So it's uh, uh open, unapologetic attempt to cover for the biden's corruption by jailing the witness testifying against him that's where we are that's where we are corruption corruption and even more corruption but you know what it's a good thing that we can start to see the corruption because seeing the corruption in one part always leads to seeing the corruption in another part because it's all corrupt that that's what happens when the whole thing is corrupt like you shine light on one part and you see a tentacle Right. But now you follow the tentacle to the octopus and you can see all the tentacles. You can see the whole octopus. You can see the brains of the operation. It doesn't make sense when you see a tentacle just mindlessly moving around and you see, why would you do that? Why would you do that? Why are you slipping and sliding into that place? But when you look at the octopus, oh, that's what's responsible for this. Now we can clean it up. So in a way, this is a good thing. Uh, we just need some means of actually, you know, acting upon all the information that we're getting uh, as the corruption in our government is being consistently exposed. So there is a bright side to this. There is a bright side to this beyond just the comedic aspect of this. And it it is funny. All right. It's, it's very funny watching Biden snitch on himself. But... <clears throat> uh, I do believe that there will be a light on the other side of this uh, when people choose not to have a corrupt government. We we still have some power of elections in this country, uh, but unfortunately, the cheating mechanisms make it so that we have to go literally all or nothing in order to bypass them. And we'll see if they even bother letting us have an election this time around because we can't elect Trump. We, we, there was that video of Biden saying we're going to do everything legally in our power within the Constitution to prevent that man from becoming president. Well, according to the Constitution, you're not supposed to prevent anybody from becoming president unless they're a traitor. Uh, but alas, the more the corruption is seen, 
the more there will be demands for something to be done about it. And at some point, those demands are going to be answered by somebody. I just hope it's the America Firsters. I hope that they can lead the way. <laughs> but ultimately, we'll probably just have to wait for Trump. <laughs> yeah, if I'm being honest. Ah, but that, my lovely, lovely listeners, is all I have got for you today. That's, uh, whoo, one long podcast, one long podcast. My throat is killing me, but we did it. And by we, I mean me. Well, I guess you too. I mean, you sat here and listened to me r- ramble for hours on end. So you know what? You did it too. You know, we did, we did this together. Ain't that right? <laughs> but that's all I've got for you today. I do hope you've enjoyed today's extended broadcast on my geopolitical podcast. The world is changing at rapid speed. Corruption's being exposed left and right. Regimes are toppling. Conflict is a brewing. But no matter what happens, we will have fun watching that change together. Now, I've been your host, Haishan Wade, and you've been listening to This Week in Geopolitics. So until we meet again next Monday, servus. This segment was taken from my podcast, This Week in Geopolitics. I have new episodes every Monday, so if you like what you heard, consider giving me a follow. Thanks for listening, and hopefully I'll see you next time. Servus.